Hey folks, I'm Tom. And I'm Vince. Welcome to Friday Night Beers, a show where two guys who know too much about pop culture and not enough about beer try some beers and explain them in a way that you may understand. But that you probably won't, and it'll only make sense to us. Either way, we hope you'll be entertained. I, I'm ready to be entertained, Vince. I gotta tell you. <laughs> Are you? <laughs> yeah. Are you? Would, I'm. I'm pretty thirsty to be entertained. I I could use an entertainment quenching, if you will. There we are. Yeah, see? <laughs> now you get it. See? See? <laughs> oh! oh, baby. What, wow. what the hell am I talking about? I'm talking about the beer we're drinking today, which is called Sea Quench Ale. Hello. Which I, it feels like a, a play on Sea Wench. Have you ever heard of a Sea Wench? Uh, are they related to like the sirens or some of the other mystical creatures? I actually don't know what a sea wench is. I, I I'm looking it up now, and it, yeah. it looks like it's a it's a pirate lady. Okay, a lady yeah. pirate. Uh, I won't get too deep into this, but we a went piratette. we went through a phase where saying the word quench came up way too often in my high school group. Yeah, kind of like moist. Yeah, yeah, it was very very similar to that phrase. But but I digress. Uh, what is Sequench Ale? I'll give you a quick background. This comes from a place you probably know if you're into beer, Dogfish Head Craft Brewery. Bing bong. It is our first uh, beer from this place, and it's also our first Delaware beer. Ayo. Shout out to the first state. The teeny tiny state. <laughs> I think uh, I think at one point we said that was the the worst state. I don't know. If Delaware? That's yeah. I don't know. That? Well, listen, I, I actually did a comprehensive and exhaustive draft with Jimmy Gribben and Alex Rayner over the top 50 states, and I don't <laughs> think Delaware was last. Okay. Well, regardless, I don't know what's going on there, but I know that this is where this beer is from. Indiana was close. Right. And also, Vince, this is the first sour of season two, so Whoa, obviously what, your mouth what? is already on fire, metaphorically. Yeah, I'm feeling, I'm feeling good. I'm liking this. I'm loving the description. Do you mind if I read? You go for it. Sequench Ale is a session sour mashup of a crisp Kolsch, a salty goose, goose, and I'm still unsure on that pronunciation, and a tart Berliner Weiss brewed in sequence with black lime, sour lime juice, and sea salt to make this the most thirst quenching beer dog fish head has ever brewed well done i liked that a lot and they say it themselves objectively the most refreshing beer we've ever brewed i'd have to take their word for it because this place is very present in the beer scene you can get this in over 38 states and they produce over 620 or 262,000 barrels of beer annually wow that's a so lot they're, they're pushing it out Right, right. They're, they're pushing them out faster than Octomom. There we go. Oh, baby. Shout out to 2011. Should, like, <laughs> should I say babies? Babies. I think those babies are 10 now. How, yeah, that... how does that feel to be like from from your the placenta all the way until you're like three weeks old, super famous, and then no one cares about you? I wonder how those babies are doing. Yeah, those are the, are the only eight children that know what that's like. like do you think... <laughs> no idea that's the real question because i mean you look at some child stars who lose the limelight and they turn to drugs right what are these babies are they just constantly on sugar we'll we'll come back to this on our octomom podcast but um (laughs) 
This place and this particular brewery is a pretty big deal. They were actually featured on Beer Wars, if you ever saw that on the Discovery I, Channel. I did not. I missed that documentary. And they were also uh, featured on Brewmasters, uh, which was a show. Another absolutely astounding fact about the, the foundation, I'm, I'm going to let you take this one. but Oh, my God. Well, the, uh, the founder is Sam Collagione? Yeah, the Collagione. Collagione, yes. Collagione. Yeah. Sam Collagione. And uh, he started brewing this in his kitchen in New York City with his roommates, Ken Marino and Joe Lotruglio. I still can't get over this. This is absolutely astounding. Tom, for those for people who don't know who those pe- those names are, which by the way, you know these guys. You just don't know that these are their names. Yes, yeah, so if you've ever seen Wet Hot American Summer or um, Children's Hospital or um, anything with David Wayne and Michael Showalter, like Wanderlust, this is like a group of comedians that have been working together for decades now, and they. They just start, they're just constantly working. Ken Marino was also on Party Down. Uh, I, I think Joe was he, as well. Was he? I think he had a, like a little bit part. All right, let's go. Let's go with the most mainstream references. Let's talk about role models. Role models. Ken Marino is the stepdad. Yep. Okay. Let's talk about. Oh, Joe Latruglio's in that one too. Yeah, he's part of the LARPing community. Yes, he <laughs> isn't. He the uh, right hand man to. No, 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 he's not. That's Matt no, that's, Walsh. Yeah, no, yeah, you're right about that. Um, Joe Lotruglio... Let us gingerly touch our tips. And Joe Lotruglio is also the creepy guy who picks up Seth Rogen and Jonah Hill in Superbad and takes him to that party. Michael Sarah. yes, yeah. yes. Sorry, yeah, Michael Sarah. Right. Um, point is, this the founder of Dogfish Head... He's got more money than all of them because they were acquired for $300 million in 2019. Which is insane. You're right. I, you know, I know this is a big industry. We, we talk about it on our show, but wow, that's that's baseball superstar money. It is. And I'll tell you what, I'll drink to that. Maybe we should crack and toast. It's time to crack. Yes. Cheers to that. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Love the can, by the way. Great can. Oh yeah, this smells like a. It smells like a sour. I think it smells like a sprite, just from the top. It smells like a sour. Ooh. Tastes like a little sour. Boy, that is real sour. Four point nine percent. This wow. is beautiful. Wow, this, this is uh, highly crushable. <laughs> Hold on, I gotta get another one in here. It'll pucker. It'll. It's puckerable, but it's also crushable. Oh, it's like. It's like face. Squinting sour. That's how sour it is. Maybe I've just licked lemons too frequently or something like that because I'm digging it. No, I'm I'm digging it too, but it's like I I haven't had a sour in a while. So like when you jump right back in, it's like, ooh. So it kind of like hits you in the Ooh-wee. face. Ooh wee. Ooh wee. Let me ask you this, Vince. What is uh what is something you've been watching lately, just in in general and <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna love this. Oh, okay. Uh, I started The Sopranos. Whoa! Hey! Oh! <laughs> I can't wait to talk about this. <laughs> I know. I know. When did you start? Um, probably about three weeks before this episode was recorded. Okay. So, 
really torn through about an episode a week pace. I would probably be done. Wait, an episode a week? Uh, sorry, season a week pace. <laughs> season a week, got it. I would be done. I'm actually very good at binge watching or bad, depending on your take. Is but, this your first time through? Yeah, it's my first time through it. Oh my gosh, wow. I'm watching it with Mora, so yeah, it is. We're waiting. Well, I, I'm waiting. I don't know if she's watching it on her own and then rewatching and pretending that she's it's surprised, but possible, I don't think yeah. so. So, yeah, that's something that I'm watching. Have, well, do you enjoy it? Yeah, I'm liking it so far. I did. Now, Maura thinks that it's a comedy, and I have to agree. Like, some of it is so absurd. Oh, yeah. Just like, I, I AJ cracks me up. He's also the worst. I can't stand ever. him. <laughs> I can't stand terrible. him as, like, a human being. But, like, yeah. it just in the first episode, right away... He shows up. I think it's like his birthday party or something. They're like, Grandma's not going. He goes, what, so no fucking ZD now? <laughs> it's this seven-year-old kid who's screaming. Who gets high at their own baptism, communion? <laughs> Confirmation. Confirmation. <laughs> there you go. Wrong You're sacrament. eventually going to get yeah. there. No, you're exactly right. So I've seen The Sopranos now three times all the way through. And I've watched them at three different points of my life. Okay. So I, I first binged it all on the DVDs when I was 15. And I mm. did like all seven seasons in like a summer. Then I watched it again about five years ago. And I just, it's so weird that you brought this up. I just finished another rewatch of that. Oh, like interesting. In the fall. And each time I get like a different perspective on it because now I'm like, you know, a much older person. And I think when I was young, I was just really into like the, you know, the violence and the swearing, the nudity and like the perverse, like, oh my God, I can't believe I get to like be a part of this because I'm 15. Yeah. And now I'm just like, wow, Tony is awful to his therapist. <laughs> or, oh my God. And do you know awful who, to who everything. his therapist is, by the way, who plays him? Yeah, it's the woman from Goodfellas. Yes. I have yeah. no idea. Right. Also, I have to say, there is just right. something about the way she speaks, her cadence that right. absolutely drives me nuts. Right. It's like, it's so slow. Anthony. And <laughs> it's so slow yeah. and everything is pronounced. It's yeah. like a Jersey Valley girl right? who's got multiple degrees. Like, what are we doing? And the other thing that about that I'm realizing now is I thought these guys were like really, really smart, like ruthless criminals. And now I'm just like, these guys are kind of like low level, like idiots who just like happen to be good at a few specific things and they're willing to be violent. But none of them live a life of luxury. There's no like major rewards for them other than I guess like free you know, food and drinks at a couple of restaurants. But other than Tony, they all live in like pretty modest places and they have very simple wants and desires. And they almost never leave New Jersey. Like that episode where they go to Italy, their like mind is completely blown. They don't know what's going on. They're like trying to like assimilate into this culture. They don't understand, but they also like intrinsically represent. It's very strange. It, it's very I, I find that very interesting and I think that a lot of that has happened. It's a great representation that single episode yeah. of like 
what Americans think Italian is yeah, and what is actually Italian and how they're very right. different. For me, and don't spoil this yet, but I just have to say I find it very interesting that like they only bring up Christopher Moltisanti's drug addiction when it suits their needs. Like he's very clearly has yeah. a problem, but he looks fine <laughs> for yeah. most of it. I, it's... Ugh. Well, Christopher is a is a fascinating character for a lot of reasons, but uh, I'm really glad you brought this up because I actually think it's perfect for how I reacted to this beer. Like, I don't oh, watch well, which one, like the 15 year old watch, or no, just like when I first had the sip at the top, when I was like, oh, oh, wow, like yeah, watching The Sopranos. If you haven't seen it in a while, especially as we get older, it is like such a time capsule, and it's like a it's a totally, it really is. totally different way of watching television, and we we take for granted how TV works now, where it's like prestige, serialized, like something to be taken as like a higher art form. But when The Sopranos first came out, people didn't they didn't know what to expect. They were like, "What is this?" Like, and they it was great, and it laid the foundation for everything else. But now that I like watch it from an older perspective, and also like decades removed from the the culture it's like a shock it's like wait a minute landlines yes oh pay phones yes the like the the outfits and the fashion and like the cars like everything is so outdated and yet it's still a gripping story so it's out but it's it's in that weird state of outdated where it's not old enough to yeah. be iconic and memorialized and celebrated again like like some of those old you go to goodfellas yeah. right or, or like uh, the Godfather, and you're like, wow, that's a look. But it's it's in that weird like because it's like late '90s, early 2000s, yeah. where you're just like, oh man, I can't believe we used to do that. I do think some of it is starting to become vintage, though. Like, like incur- what? Well, I just think that like fashion is very cyclical, and like a lot of the stuff that they wear on that show like hipsters are starting to incorporate into like their fashion and to your point about like other mobster movies that series is constantly commenting on like the mobster genre right and like also expanding it beyond like the conventions of like a movie because you know in a movie you have to tell a complete story in a short time frame but the sopranos was able to like expand that so you could you could see like the monotony of the day-to-day life of what these guys did. You know, Tony Soprano, he might bash a guy's head in, but he's still got to come home and, like, make dinner and, like, clean his pool. It's yeah. just, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. a Tend very... Di- ducks. Right, you, would, you wouldn't have time for a scene like that in The Departed. But, like, um, I love it. I love it so much. It's one of my all-time favorites. Okay, so I, I find it very interesting that we're talking about like a uh, we're talking about an East Coast show here with an East Coast beer, but there's kind of like different sections of the East Coast, right? There's you know you're, if if we're gonna let's say stay Northeast, right? You got right. your New York, your Boston, right? But then you've got this sort of like Delaware contingent, this Maine contingent that's all like seaside communities, and this kind of I didn't realize this before, but Dogfish Head is based off of like it's named after where Creator used to vacation when he was little. It's called Dogfish Head, the little area down yeah. there. But so to bring it back to the beer for a hot second, this is unbelievably crushable. This is possibly the most crushable thing I've I've had in a really long time. I would time. agree with that. And 
for that, I, I would, I, you could compare it to pretty much any TV series that in the 90s or the early 2000s, you got the box set of DVDs and just tore through. Nowadays, you get the season on Netflix or your streaming platform. Yeah. But if I'm going to be real specific in the way that it tastes, like it's not, I know you thought it was super sour. To me, it, it feels like it's so strange to describe it this way and to have it be a positive but it feels like I'm drinking seawater. I'm drinking like the most delicious yeah. sea. Like I just, I feel like a sailor while I'm drinking this. Like, and not like Popeye the sailor. Yeah. Not even like Captain Jack Sparrow, you know, right there. What I'm talking about, like maybe the suburban dad who rented a boat for his family for the long weekend and will be damned if they're not going to get on there and have a good time. Oh, that's my dad. Uh, no, I'm number of vacations. <laughs> yeah, I know what you mean. It's uh, it's giving me a, a strong lake house vibe. Um, but it's it's right. like the, the sour. Maybe it's the sour aspect yeah. of it. It does taste a little margarita too. But I can only see this as a tasting the ocean. It's delicious. Yeah, I, I like it a lot. Um, what are some of your favorite seafaring uh, forms of entertainment? Do you, do you dip into that genre? Seafa- oh, I tried water skiing one time. Um, actually, water skiing went well. Wakeboarding oh. was tough. Oh, I, I was thinking like movies, thing. but uh, if, if you want to oh, go I water I thought you were talking activities. about activities. <laughs> I was like, this is weird, dude. I mean, I do love <laughs> Where going are you on a wave us? <laughs> No, no. So like something that, that comes to mind for me is obviously Pirates of the Caribbean. Master and Commander. <laughs> yeah, I have, I have seen that too. Um, Pirates of the Caribbean is probably like the number one, but... There's not a lot of other ones that I've like. I've never seen Twenty Thousand Leagues Under the Sea. Uh, I've only seen the aspect where Captain Nemo is one of the League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. I haven't seen oh, the actual. Oh god, movie. that's a bad. It's not a bad movie. Oh, it. I disagree with that Whatever. wholeheartedly. Um, have you seen The Perfect Storm? The uh, The Perfect Storm is one that I I think I read the book instead. Okay, well, I could see the people in that movie like drinking a beer like this and like spitting it out and being like come on give me the local favorite because like (laughs) they really like do the stereotypical like port city people in that film but i also feel like in modern times this would fit in extremely well in the location of where that movie is but that movie sort of like catches george clooney on like the beginning part of his movie career Okay. And Mark Wahlberg is in it as well. Yeah. And it's just like a... It's packed. It's kind of a strange movie, but uh, I weirdly enjoy it. All right. We, we got to try this out of the glass before we forget. Yes, To be do. honest, I think it's, it's going to taste about the same, but I'm willing to give it a try. It smells like a beautiful little sour. I mean, oh, it's a nice clean pour as well. Oh, you know what? I no longer feel like I'm tasting the ocean out of the glass. What do you feel like now? I feel like I... Hmm. What's the best way to describe? I feel like I'm watching Ted 2. I don't think I've ever seen Ted 2. Yeah, I tried to watch it. It's basically all the same jokes. It's what, it's essentially what Family Guy did for years and years, where they make the same jokes over and over and over again. Yeah. And when you're 13 to 15, you're like, this is hilarious. Oh my gosh. But then you get over it. Ted 1 was beautiful. I remember watching the trailer and being like, there's just no way that they haven't used all the jokes that they're going to use in this trailer. But I'll watch it. 
And it was it was great. I loved it. And so I, I went into Ted 2 thinking uh, maybe they'll surprise me again, and they just they didn't. Yeah, they didn't. They didn't have a, an encore in them. And that's that's how I feel drinking this out of the glass. It belongs yeah. in a can. Yeah. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna tie this up with uh, with the Sopranos reference. To me, this beer is like Silvio Dante. There he is. Silvio Dante is the one voice of reason amongst a group of heathens and thieves and murderers. Not that he doesn't do things himself, but like this beer, you catch him at the wrong time, you could have a real sour, you know, reaction like I did. But most of the time, it's just going to go down real smooth. He keeps it light. He's funny. Um, also, the real-life actor is in the Bruce Springsteen band, which is unbelievable. And he has no neck. He has no neck. His wife also is on the show who plays his wife. But um, Silvio's one of my favorite characters. And he, the vibe that I get from this is similar. And for that reason, Vince, I'm going to give this a four out of five times. Wow. That's high for a sour. It is. I, you know, I wouldn't drink this every t- single time I want to have a drink, but uh, it, it's hitting me pretty good right now. Heck yeah. I would drink this any time, any place. This is the, the green eggs and ham of beer for me. Would you, could you? I would and I will. Wherever, whenever. It's eminently crushable. I've really enjoyed this. I know Dogfish Head is known for experimental stuff, yeah. and I'm not sure what was experimental about this. I'm assuming it's the mixture of three different uh, types there, but keep doing it. 4.5 out of 5 Vinces. This is beautiful. I knew you were going to land on a high one as, oh soon as, my it, God. as soon as I saw it, but that's, that's great, and, and while we're at it, we, you mentioned Ken Marino and, uh, and Joe Lowe Truglio at the top. I highly, highly recommend that people watch Children's Hospital. It is one of the most underrated shows uh, in existence. Ken Marino is in it. Uh, it was an Adult Swim show, and it's it's just delightful. It's very, very funny. I'll tell you what. If you're uh, not quite the Adult Swim <laughs> target, maybe start with Party Down. <laughs> okay, that's fair. And if you like Party Down and you, re- you want to crank it up a few notches, then you can go to Adult Swim, but... Vince, good choice on this one. I liked it. Yeah. And I hope you did too. I did too, and we hope you like this. Yeah, and if you do like this, please subscribe, rate, and review our show on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your pods. You can now do ratings on Spotify, by the way. So please give us that five-star rating. But until then, I'm Tom. I'm Vince. This has been Friday Night Beers, where we have clear eyes, full cans. Must booze. We'll see you later, you quench. <laughs> Alright, that was good. Was it? Yeah, we're keeping I thought, it. I thought I might be pushing it a little.